Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Folks, we're teetering on what could be an economic meltdown, threatening to wash away our savings and retirement. Inflation has surged to levels unseen in 40 years. Gold is the smartest and most responsible investment you can make for you and your family in times like these. A safe haven asset that protects your purchasing power and your wallet from inflation. When it comes to protecting your IRA or 401k, trust only the best. My friends at Allegiance Gold. Allegiance Gold has earned the highest trust ratings in the precious metals industry and builds relationships based on integrity, expertise, and impeccable service. Get up to $5,000 in free silver on a qualifying purchase when you visit protectwithlou.com today or give them a call at 844-6484-LOU. Don't wait. Take control of your retirement today. Call 844-6484. 84-L-O-U and speak with one of their experts. Time is of the essence. Protect your future with Allegiance Gold. Visit protectwithlou.com or call 844-648-4LOU. Hello everybody, I'm Lou Dobbs and welcome to The Great America Show. Great to have you with us. Jack Smith, the junkyard Marxist dim special counsel, is exceeding himself these days, and like his boss, the Attorney General, Marxist Merrick Garland, Smith is shredding the Constitution, abusing his powers as special counsel as he crushes the rights of President Donald Trump. The Marxist dim activist is demanding D.C. Judge Tanya Chutkin impose a new gag order on President Trump, Judge Chutkin imposed a gag order on President Trump last week to keep him from criticizing Jack Smith or any of his other prosecutors, but that gag order the judge lifted just a few days later when Trump's attorneys convinced her that Smith had no basis to request that gag order because there is no proof of any threats against Smith or his team. This week, Smith submitted a new demand for a gag order against the former president, Smith wanted Trump to not be able to speak of him, his staff, or any of the witnesses in the case. If Trump were to break that gag order, Smith is requesting Chutkin impose jail time as well for the former president. Trump's legal team has until tomorrow to file a reply to the Marxist motion. Smith is downright vile, folks, and mad with his special counsel powers, who is trying to trample President Trump's constitutional rights of free speech while someone is apparently leaking stories to the national media from or about the special counsel's office and the case. And the manhunt for a Lewiston, Maine mass shooter is still underway. Police in Maine and the bordering states are searching for 40-year-old Robert Card. Card opened fire on a restaurant and bowling alley Wednesday night. He killed 18 people. He left 13 more injured. The suspect is trained, he's a firearm instructor, and he is an Army reservist. 
Law enforcement officials are reporting that Card had recently been experiencing mental health issues, including hearing voices and making threats to carry out a shooting at a National Guard base in Saco, Maine. I want to bring in our guest now. He's investigated many tragedies, unfortunately, like the one in Maine that has all of us asking how could this have happened. Our guest is James Gagliano, who served as supervisory special agent in the FBI and who is now the mayor of Cornwall-on-the-Hudson in Orange County, New York. James, great to have you back with us on The Great America Show. Let's begin with what you think happened in Lewiston, Maine. Yeah, Lou, um, first of all, good to join you. As always, I wish it was under different circumstances. This is um, an absolutely horrific story. And um, yeah, we live in a country where we balance security with civil liberties and uh, we respect the Second Amendment. And, um, you know, we have a full process in in dealing with people with mental health conditions. And obviously, uh, we have an instance here. We have an Army reservist, somebody who literally trained just about four and a half miles from where I'm sitting in my office right now at the United States Military Academy this summer and was on the radar with having some mental health issues and, and, and problems. And obviously, when you marry weapons um, and, and a trained reservist um, with what I what I often describe in having looked at these mass shootings across now, geez, going back to 1999 in the Columbine shooting, which really put mass shooters on, on the on the radar in the United States. Um, these folks are grievance collectors. And yeah, we know that over 60% of them have some type of mental health issue. That's that's obvious. If you're going to shoot people and kill them, you're either depraved and evil, or you've got mental health, uh, you know, instability, or a combination of both. Um, and we know that generally speaking, uh, the, the vast majority of these folks are on law enforcement's radar or officials' radar at some point in time before they snap. And again, we don't know what triggered this. Um, there's you know there are rumors out there that you know that he was hearing voices and that uh, somebody had said something to him and he knew the place as well that he went into last night. But what an utter, utter tragedy. And, and look, we're not out of the woods yet, literally here, because until he is safely apprehended or brought to justice, um, there's a shelter in place in, in Lewiston, Maine and, and the surrounding areas because police do not know if he's escaped the dragnet. They didn't know how big to set it because they didn't have a vehicle to follow. Um, and this guy could be as far away as Ohio by now um, if he had been in a vehicle and just jumped on the freeway. So it is really concerning right now for law enforcement, Lou, for all of us. And as a number of people have pointed out, this couldn't be more dangerous for law enforcement themselves uh, in trying to apprehend him, because as you point out, uh, this man was not only has a gun or guns, uh, he is a gun instructor, a firearms uh, instructor, uh, and uh, he has already proved that he is uh, he knows how to handle a weapon, unfortunately. Uh, your, your thoughts about what this does to law enforcement right now, they're, it seems to me, without any doubt, in harm's way. Well, as a former SWAT team commander in the FBI and as a former member of the FBI's hostage rescue team, I can tell you why this is a nightmare. Um, two things jump out at me really quickly. I mean, first of all, one of the things that people appreciate about Maine is is how rural it is, um, how much woodland it has, and the, the places where somebody, especially somebody with with you know military experience, could go to secrete themselves, to hide, uh, to escape and evade. And then the second piece of this being the fact 
fact that you have a rolling crisis site now. Um, static crisis sites, what we call barricaded subjects, are tough enough to deal with. But now you have a rolling one where you do not even know where the subject is. The subject has ability to take hostages or, or kill or harm more people. And that's what's ratcheted this up. Look, the federal government, the state police in Maine, the local police there, I mean, every resource is turned out right now. They are going to do absolutely everything to apprehend this person. But this is going to be tough. This is right now looking for a needle in a haystack. And he's on his home ground, as it were. And it's also, I would like to get your judgment about whether you think this this man has planned this out for some time. Does he have uh, guns, weapons, ammunition uh, somewhere uh, cached? Uh, does he have food? Uh, does he have a place where he's headed? Uh, do you think this was planned to that level? Or is this a man just simply snapping and uh, and falling apart? It's difficult right now with what we have out in the public domain, which is what you and I and, and, and most civilians are, are, you know, hearing from, you know, you're hearing news reports and things like that. Um, generally speaking, mass shooters are people that plan these things out. Now, you did point out there there is a certain percentage of them that something triggers or they snap and all of a sudden they act. But in this instance, you know, what the motive was, we don't know. Now, I've heard, you know, I've heard, um, you know, obviously mental health is a preeminent condition. And I think what police are looking at here, and that's quite obvious with the history that this gentleman had with, you know, being committed and um, being checked for his mental health condition and status um, and, and that. But look, I mean, there's a lot of reasons why these things happen. It could have been a domestic ex dispute does not appear to be that way the way it looks right now. It could have been workplace violence, doesn't appear to be that way right now. Could be a hate crime, doesn't appear to be that way right now. Now, we're going to learn more things as, as the investigation continues, but look, first and foremost, this guy's got to get apprehended. We've got to make sure that no one else gets... It's difficult even for, for anybody to be able to stop, pause, grieve when we have an escaped uh, mass murder. And that's what he is, an escaped mass murder on the loose. Um, whether or not he planned it, um, that'll probably, once they do bring him, they, they apprehend him. And, and Lou, I'll go on record right now, um, he will be tracked down. I, I have the utmost trust and confidence in law enforcement. Uh, when something like this happens and they mobilize everything from the local, state, and federal level, he will be apprehended. My hope and our prayers are certainly that no one else gets hurt in the uh, in 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 the pursuit of get bringing him into justice absolutely and uh, his name uh, was robert uh, is robert card uh he was apparently in a mental health ins uh, institution of some sort at west point while he was on reservist duty there for two weeks this summer and yet, yeah. uh, yet here we are yeah, that's it. And this is where it's chilling for me as a as a West Point graduate and somebody that was stationed there for four years um, and understanding how units rotate in and out. You know, active duty Army units like the 82nd Airborne or the 101st Airborne come in to help train cadets every summer. They train the plebes, the freshmen, they, they, they train the, the sophomores, what we call the yearlings. 
um, and they also bring in reserve units. And this 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 person, this Mr. Card, um, appears to be um, a, a reservist, an army reservist, and so he would have had access to weapons like M4s and shotguns and and sidearms and and things like that. Um, now, I don't have any of the details on the weapon or weapons that he used, other than the pictures that police have released of him holding what appears to be an AR-style rifle. Um, but yes, that that is extremely troubling. And then to think that he's on this 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 part-time this reservist duty training cadets, training future army officers in the United States Army, and he does get brought in by the state police for a, a mental health evaluation. And I think he's he's kept for a period of time. I don't know how many hours. Whether it's you know states have different laws, seventy-two right. hours up to two weeks or whatever it is. But yes, extremely troubling. We're talking with James Galliano and uh, James, we're going to be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, stay with us. We're going to take up with uh, James, uh, former special agent of the FBI, as I said. And we're going to talk about what is going on with the FBI with the latest revelation uh, that 40 confidential FBI informants uh, were actually discredited by FBI officials so that their stories about Biden criminality could be concealed further. We're coming right back. Stay with us. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We're back now with James Galliano and, uh, as I said, former former FBI special agent, uh, a distinguished career in law enforcement. Uh, and I, I just want to ask you, James, we have this report initially from a letter from Senator Chuck Grassley to the Attorney General calling out the FBI and the Justice Department over the issue of 40 confidential informants over the years from Biden's vice presidency to now uh, related to criminality and the FBI, this, this is the allegation, uh, actually discredited all of them and never brought forward any kind of investigation. Your reaction? Yeah, you know, this this is a tough one for me because not actually having an opportunity to actually see what the the intelligence underlying these what they're called is FD ten twenty threes and and this is at times raw intelligence and look the number forty sounds staggering to me Lou and I'm sure that that's the way that you and your listeners would take it like how could that be possible um, every confidential informant um, cannot have the information they give to the FBI verified and and sometimes it's motivated by revenge or an attempt to get paid for information or you know um, for any other host of reasons and so 
The FBI has to do a really, really careful job of vetting sources and vetting information. Now, on the outside looking in and having prepared FD 1023s before and having dealt with, you know, cooperating witnesses and confidential informants, um, human intelligence uh, across 25 years in the FBI, that seems to me like a staggering number. Um, and again, is it, you know, is it, is it, is it uh, indicia that, you know, the FBI is, is running interference for, you know, the Bidens, for the president and, and obviously for his brother and obviously his son, Hunter, who have been in the news quite often. I, I, I'm loath to say that only because I know that the men and women that are doing the hard work, that, that's not what they do. Um, but my gosh, from the outside looking in and, you know, when light of what you see the, the former president going through right now with, you know, the indictments and, and court hearings and, and, and similar instances of quote unquote malfeasance in regards to confidential documents being improperly stored. It does appear, and it pains me to say this, it does appear like there is a set of double standards when it comes to the former president and the current president, Lou. Well, and I agree with you, and I and I know how difficult it has to be for you, for anyone, a former FBI agent uh, from that storied agency to see what has befallen it. Uh, and by the way, an example, the, the Justice Department, the FBI, just acknowledging that Trump uh, did not uh, try to influence a decision, uh, if, and it took them four years uh, to to come to a conclusion. I, I mean, it's just, it, it's crazy what's happening. They, it was obviously stretched out uh, for political purposes. That's the only ex explanation I can imagine. It, it again, it's, it's, I cannot argue with your premise there. I, 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 the only thing I can push back on is, you know, I know that the men and the women that are that are collecting this information um, are doing it righteously. I mean, yeah, you have bad apples everywhere, but unfortunately, when you get higher up in the agency, um, just like anywhere else, and the FBI director is a political appointee. I mean, he's supposed to be apolitical impartial and unbiased, um, just like the attorney general, the head of the Department of Justice is supposed to be impartial, apolitical and unbiased. But they're appointed by elected officials. They're appointed by the president and they serve their term at the pleasure of the president. He can fire them if he wants to and he can hire somebody else. Now, I was heartened to see that uh, Senator Grassley did not appear just to be, you know, throwing this out there to make some noise in the news cycle, but had actually, um, I guess he's going to do it via subpoena, but he had identified, I think, some 25 Department of Justice and FBI personnel that he wants to bring in for interviews in front of Congress. And I think that's the appropriate thing to do. Get some answers on this. And look, if there's things that, you know, it's protected source information and it, it, it might reveal sources and methods or something like that, you can certainly do this behind closed doors. But the vast majority of this in, in regards to looking at how could you dismiss 40, and, and, and I'm going to use the term independent, I don't know that for certain, but if there are 40 independent sources that come to information regarding violations of, uh, of IRS statutes or, you know, violations of, uh, you know, dealing with, uh, with, 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 with foreign aid or acting as a foreign agent or dealing with, you know, foreign emissaries. Well, hell, hopefully we'll get an answer to it then. I mean, I think he's taking the right route in doing this. And indeed, as you suggest, uh, we're, we're talking about 
just so much here uh, that has to has to be resolved. And it seems as though the I'll put it this way, the Biden administration uh, in its various agencies and the departments it obviously controls, uh, they're fighting they're fighting sunlight and transparency every way uh, they possibly can. Uh, we're talking with James Galliano, a former special agent of the Federal Bureau of Investigation. We'll be right back and we'll try We'll try to examine just a couple more of these claims uh, that have been made against the Biden presidency. Stay with us. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We're back now with James Galliano. And James, again, thank you for being with us here on The Great America Show. You know, as we look at what's happening and the investigations in Congress, four committees, uh, three of them full committees and a subcommittee on weaponization of government, as you as you look at what has been alleged, forget everything else, just what they've the evidence that's been brought forward so far by the House Oversight Committee. What is your judgment about what is happening with the government, the federal government of, of this country? Because personally, I, I don't recognize what it's become over the course of the last 10 or 10 or 15 years. Um, as as an American citizen, Lou, infuriated as a retired FBI supervisory special agent that spent fully one half of his life in an agency that I love and that I, if you cut my veins, would bleed blue and gold. Um, disheartened, um, disheartened again, not because of the, of the work of the men and women in the FBI. Trust me when I tell you this, and we were just speaking about the manhunt up in, up in Maine right now, there are good men and women of the FBI up there. They're behind dogs trying to track this guy down. They're collecting evidence. They're conducting interviews. They're working with victims to, 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 to help them as victim specialists. Um, they're doing all the things that, that America rightly expects them to do. Do. But unfortunately, that's not the entire FBI. And unfortunately, at the top of the FBI and some of the decisions of the FBI, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm disheartened. Um, when, when you hear what the whistleblowers have to say, and when you hear what, you know, IRS agents of, of, of good reputation have come out and said, and when you hear, you know, U.S. attorneys and people involved in DOJ and what they've come out and said, I'm disheartened as a former, um, as a retired FBI.
FBI agent. I just, I truly am. Um, it's when the FBI has a favorability rating, a trust rating with the American public that's below 50%, um, we need to be concerned about that. And I know that there were times, you know, when the FBI had missteps in the past, whether it was during the civil rights era and COINTELPRO or the black bag jobs we did without, you know, court orders. Yes, it's, it's an imperfect agency, but it has a, a, a legacy that is, 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 is non-pareal. It is, there's not a finer organization in law enforcement than the FBI. I truly believe that to this day, but unfortunately, I think the trust and the confidence of the American people has been trampled upon, and I think it's going to take a long time, Lou, before, you know, it takes a long time to earn a good reputation. It just takes a couple of things that you do that can destroy a reputation, and unfortunately, some of these self-inflicted wounds, uh, for whatever reason, partisanship, uh, lunacy, uh, simple mistakes, whatever it is, it's going to take a long time to repair. I mentioned Christopher Ray. Last weekend, he was on 60 Minutes. And 60 Minutes, and with him were the directors, the uh, intelligence directors of four agencies from New Zealand, Australia, the UK, and Canada. The Five Eyes, as they're called in Combine. Why would he go to all that trouble to organize those people to appear on 60 Minutes to say that China's our greatest intel threat since we've known that since the 90s? I'm just curious. Yeah, I um, yeah, I, I, I agree. I mean, China has moved up on the FBI's priority list. I mean, the number one priority list on the on the priority list for the FBI, the number one mission is to prevent the next terrorist attack on U.S. soil. That is that is the preeminent um, goal, objective and mission. But number two is the People's Republic of China and the theft of, you know, intellectual property, whether it's state secrets, military secrets, industrial secrets, whatever it is. And as China, it which is what makes me laugh when I hear this, you know, when you talk about, you know, the the climate accords and how, you know, the the folks that want to consider China and, and India to be developing nations when they're not developing nations anymore. And, you know, they're holding them to a different standard. The especially China. I mean, China has, you know, China has the manpower. They've got the largest military force in the world. Um, and it's a communist regime. And they would love nothing better, just like Russia and the Soviet Union before it wanted. They would like nothing better than to see the collapse of Western democracy. So to think that they're not working daily every single day of the week to undermine us, to undermine our elections and to undermine our successes and to undermine our democracy is folly. And yes, I, I was, uh, when I saw that with the five eyes, I mean, and, and for your listeners, the five eyes are five countries that, uh, that, that Lou, you just pointed out who they were that share intelligence, all intelligence across the spectrum. We share everything with each other to help prevent things from happening like the theft of secrets or, you know, terrorist attacks on other soil. So um, I guess it's a good thing that we're that we're working cohesively and collectively. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know what it says about us that, you know, we finally come to this resolution. Some people have been beating the drum for a while that China is our greatest geopolitical threat right now. It's not Russia anymore. Vladimir Putin is not the greatest geopolitical threat. It is China. Jimmy James Galliano, thanks for being with us as always. Uh, a great American. We appreciate you taking the time. God bless you. Lou, thanks so much. I always enjoy jo joining you. Thanks, everybody, for being with us here today. Our guest tomorrow on The Great America Show, Carrie Lake. 
running for the U.S. Senate from the great state of Arizona. Please join us for that tomorrow. Join us each and every day. Follow me on Twitter and True Social at Lou Dobbs and on Facebook and Instagram at Lou Dobbs Tonight. Check out LouDobbs.com. Thank you, everybody. God bless you. And may God bless America.